Hey there, groovy freedom champions and rhythm seekers. I'm Horace Morris, your band leader, and life is good. It's a soulful Sunday, September 3rd, 2023, and you know what that means. It's Labor Day weekend, a time to kick back, reflect, and soak in the fruits of your labor. But before you dive into the relaxation, let's take a moment to ponder. Consider the work you've put in, the hours, the sweat, and the dedication that have built the world around you. It's your labor, your contribution, that's woven into the tapestry of civilized society. You've been creating wealth, my friends, wealth that's been flowing through your life like a river of opportunity. So, as you sip on that Labor Day beverage and let the summer breeze caress your spirit, think about the wealth you've created, the wealth you're safeguarding, and the wealth that's yet to be discovered. Buy Bitcoin, my friends, and let your labor be the beacon that guides you to financial sovereignty. But now, it's time to introduce the maestro of this Sunday serenity. She's that groovy chick who's gonna keep the vibe alive, the wisdom flowing, and the beats bumping. The luminary, the guardian of soundness, the one and only, Ms. Audrey Merkel. Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to this Labor Day weekend edition of the Merkel Treehouse. I trust you're making the most of this well-deserved break, surrounded by friends and loved ones. It's a chance to recharge your spirits and ready yourself to slay dragons in a world gone clown. Remember, you're a true champion in this grand theater of life. It's been another week of drive chain debates across the Bitcoin space, but despite this, block by block, Bitcoin marches on. Bitcoin on the march. The Bitcoin network continues to flex its muscles, reaching a remarkable milestone. The hash rate surged to a historic high of over 417 exahashes per second on August 29th. This impressive growth underscores Bitcoin's robustness, as it has multiplied more than four and a half times since the midpoint of the 2021 market rally. Starting on September 1st, Texas House Bill 591 sprung into action, offering tax benefits to companies that harness otherwise wasted natural gas. What's truly fascinating is that it extends these tax incentives to Bitcoin miners who harness flare gas emissions for their operations. This not only taps into the state's natural resources, but also champions emission reduction efforts. Texas could be on the path to curbing stranded gas releases, a significant source of CO2 emissions, methane and pollutants. Brandon Black has put forth a proposal that appears to be inching closer to consensus within the Bitcoin dev community. This proposal revolves around launching Peter Rubin's brainchild, CTV, onto the Bitcoin network. CTV carries a bundle of promises for Bitcoin, such as bolstered security, enhanced privacy, and scalability. Once CTV gets activated, users can craft more advanced custody solutions, like vaults. These vaults permit Bitcoin users to predetermine schedules and limitations for Bitcoin transfers between cold and hot storage, effectively minimizing risks in case of a security breach. Furthermore, CTV has the potential to introduce payment pools, allowing a group to share a single UTXO and rebalance funds among themselves, which not only heightens privacy, but also paves the way for scalability. Additionally, CTV could turbocharge the Lightning Network by optimizing channel creation 
as well as hash time-locked contracts, leading to increased efficiency and liquidity within the Lightning Network. Over to Satoshi, the robot assistant, for the technicals. The Bitcoin hash rate is currently at 417.51 exahashes. This is up from 212.5 exahashes one year ago. This is an increase of an astounding 96.47%. Bitcoin average difficulty is at a current level of 55.62, up from 30.98 a year ago. This is an increase of 79.56%. The difficulty retarget date is set for September 5th and is estimated to decrease by 3.3%. The public Lightning Network capacity is over 4,600 Bitcoin. The block height at time of recording is 805,952. There are currently 34,048 blocks until the next subsidy halving. This is projected to occur on April 21, 2024. At this time, the Bitcoin network is massively strong. Thank you, Satoshi. While consensus is slowly building among Bitcoin developers regarding covenants, it's fair to say that this progress was somewhat overshadowed this week. The ongoing drive chain debate has escalated to the point where both sides are now proposing competing soft forks. Drive chain architect Paul Stork has put forth the notion that a miner activated soft fork could be inevitable. Essentially, this involves miners colluding to implement software that would enable drive chains on the Bitcoin network. In response, drive chain skeptics are not inclined to simply accept the idea that they are powerless in this situation. They've countered with the threat of initiating a user-rejected soft fork. Now let's turn to Morton Anger in our newsroom for an editorial to shed more light on this evolving situation. Morton, the floor is yours. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow Americans, today we stand at a pivotal moment in the world of Bitcoin. A debate rages on, one that not only shapes the future of Bitcoin, but has far-reaching implications for our nation and the world. It's a debate that demands our attention, our understanding, and above all, our unwavering commitment to the principles we hold dear. At the center of this debate lies the drive chain proposal, a concept brought forth by the brilliant mind of Paul Stork. He argues that a minor activated soft fork, or MASF, is an inevitability. Miners, he believes, are compelled by their fiduciary duty to seek out the creation of more fees. On the other side of the ring, we have the skeptics of DriveChain, raising the banner of a user-rejected soft fork, or URSF, in direct opposition to the miner's soft fork. This is not just a clash of ideologies, it's a battle for the soul of Bitcoin. The stakes couldn't be higher. We've seen soft forks, we've witnessed hard forks, but never before have we faced dueling soft forks, each pulling in opposite directions with such conviction. I am reminded of a crucial moment in our history, the hard fork of the U.S. dollar in 1971 when we departed from the gold standard. It was a pivotal moment that reshaped our global financial landscape. Similarly, the ongoing drive chain debate has the potential to reshape the world of Bitcoin. But my fellow Americans, it's not just about Bitcoin, it's about our future. In this moment, we must recognize that we stand on the precipice of a new era an era where the power of decentralized decision-making and user-driven governance can transform our national financial policies. An era where we can free ourselves from the shackles of a debt-based fiat economy and embrace sound money solutions. Now, it's time for something revolutionary, a voter-activated hard fork, or VAHF. It's time to apply the principles of decentralization and user-driven decision-making to our national financial system. 
It's time to get America back on the path of sound money solutions. My fellow Americans, as I stand before you today, I want to remind you that I'm not just an observer of this momentous debate, I'm a participant. I'm running for President of the United States, and I firmly believe that our financial policies should be determined by the people and for the people. Just like the Bitcoin protocol changes should be agreed upon by its users, and not a cabal of miners. So, I urge you to join me on this journey. Let's build a nation where financial decisions are transparent, accountable, and in the best interests of all Americans. Let's harness the power of technology and Bitcoin to forge a path to a brighter future, where sound money and financial freedom are our guiding lights. Together, we can make America stronger, more resilient, and more equitable for all. The future is in our hands, and the time for action is now. Thank you, and may we forge ahead, united in our pursuit of a better tomorrow. Visit isupportmort.com, and remember, I'm the only true Bitcoiner in this race. Thank you, Morton. As we dive deeper into the intricate world of Bitcoin's technical updates and forks, it can indeed seem like we're navigating through some dense, tech-heavy territory. But fret not, dear listeners, because it's crucial to grasp how the fundamental layer of Bitcoin evolves. Now, to demystify and break down these complex concepts of forks and protocol upgrades, we're turning to our trusty dynamic duo, Eli and Polly. These two are wizards at making the most intricate Bitcoin topics accessible and comprehensible. Eli and Polly, over to you. Hey Polly, I've been hearing a lot about Bitcoin forks lately. What's all this forking business about? Great question, Eli. Imagine Bitcoin as a big Lego castle that lots of people built together. Sometimes the castle builders want to make changes, but they have to do it carefully. Changes? Like what? Well, sometimes they want to add new Lego pieces to make the castle even cooler. When they do this in a way that doesn't force everyone to change their parts, it's called a soft fork. Soft fork, got it. But what's a hard fork? A hard fork is a bit like saying, hey, we're going to use a whole new type of Lego piece now, and everyone has to switch to it. That means everyone who builds with Legos has to start using the new pieces. So, with a soft fork, you don't need new Legos? That's right, Eli. With the soft fork, you can keep using your old Legos if you want. But with a hard fork, everyone has to start using the new Lego pieces, or they can't build anymore. But why do they do hard forks? Why not just stick with soft forks? Well, they try to stick with soft forks most of the time to avoid causing a split in the Lego castle. You see, with a hard fork, it can create two separate paths for Lego builders, like two different roads. That can be confusing. Two different paths? That does sound confusing. It can be, Eli. Plus, hard forks can be risky. Sometimes not everyone agrees on the new Lego pieces, and that can lead to arguments and problems in the Lego world. So they usually prefer soft forks because they're safer and don't split things up? Exactly. Soft forks are like adding new Lego pieces without breaking the castle into two. It's like making the castle even better for everyone to build together. Thanks, Polly. You explained it well. Bitcoin is all about making improvements without causing too much trouble in our Lego castle. You got it, Eli. Bitcoin is always changing, but they try to do it in a way that keeps everyone building together whenever they can. And that's the lesson for today. Bye, Bye kids. kids! Thank you, children. And now for a final word. 
The idea of a miner-activated soft fork may sound like a feasible approach to some, but it's essential to emphasize a fundamental principle of Bitcoin. Miners don't hold sway over the protocol. Their role is simply to facilitate transactions by confirming them and securing the network. If miners could unilaterally dictate Bitcoin's rules, we might still have the original 50 Bitcoins per block as a reward. In reality, the power within the Bitcoin network rests firmly in the hands of its users. Miners follow the rules and consensus of the community, as evidenced by the adoption of segregated witness with a user-activated soft fork, despite resistance from miners. Furthermore, the notion of a miner-activated soft fork competing with a user-rejected soft fork could prove detrimental to the former. Miners are naturally inclined to maximize their income, and mining blocks only to have them invalidated because it includes drive chain transactions could be a costly endeavor. In essence, it's crucial to understand that the true controllers of Bitcoin are its users, not miners. The debate over drive chains and potential network splits underscores the importance of consensus and community agreement. At this juncture, drive chains on Bitcoin are dead on arrival. And with that, we bring episode 55 of the Merkle Treehouse to a close. Thank you for joining us, and I hope the rest of your Labor Day weekend is filled with relaxation and fulfillment. We will see you on Wednesday for more of the absolute best in Bitcoin Mindshare. I'm Audrey Merkel, reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, it's the genuine Horace Morris and the real Merkel Treehouse Band. Brothers and sisters, this is the good Reverend Smith. I hope you are having a remarkably good Labor Day weekend. We hope you are enjoying the Merkel Treehouse, and if you are, please spread the word. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, my friends, and God bless you all.